Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of B-School. As always, I'm so excited to have you here and listening. And before we get into this episode, I want to plug the big reset again. It's this virtual event that's happening with the financial diet, and I get to be a part of it. I'm going to be on a panel talking about mindful spending, which is something that I've actually been thinking about a lot lately, but there's so many other panels and keynote speakers, and tickets are only $29. So if that's something that interests you, make sure that you head to the link in the show notes so that you can grab your ticket. Okay, so I'm recording this at the end of Q3 2020, and being a business owner, I kind of think of my life in quarters. Three months is a nice chunk where you can introduce new things into the world. You have a few months to test and to learn. And when you've got financial documents, you're seeing it in quarterly statements. And so it's been something, these quarters have been a really easy way for me to just have a checkpoint and to reflect on my life, what's been different and where I want to go for the next quarter. And so I've been doing a little bit of that. And because this podcast is a living case study, I wanted to share some of what came up as I was reflecting. So Q3 is now I had to, I had to count. I got scared for a second. It's July, August, September, but I was like, wait, does it include June? No, that's Q2. So July, August, September are the months that are in Q3. And when I did have a lot of interviews on B-School, I would always ask the question at the end, what is something that you've learned? What's something that you're in the process of unlearning? And what's a way that you've grown? And so that's what I want to share with you here on the show for Q3 specifically. And then what I invite you to do is to turn those, those questions back on yourself. What are some things you've learned? What are some things you're unlearning? And what are ways that you've grown? So for me, when I look at learning, it was really honestly hard to narrow it down, but the two big places where I saw learning is that I'm really learning to delegate. And part of this came because I was on Natha Campanella's show, Star Narratives, and she did like a birth chart reading for me as part of the episode. She's just such a wise woman, but one of the things that she told me is that as I'm getting really close to starting my Saturn return, I'm going to have to learn to delegate. I'm not going to be able to carry things myself. And that's what my tendency is, is to just be like, well, I've had exposure in a lot of different industries and I can figure out how to do things. I'm a relatively smart person. And in the places where I'm not smart, I'm scrappy. So I can do a lot. I can carry a lot myself. That doesn't mean that I need to. And so kind of in preparation for my Saturn's return, I've just been trying to get used to 
letting go of things. Get used to saying, okay, someone else can do that. Maybe I don't have to be the person doing this. Maybe I can create the structure and someone else can execute it. And it's been kind of hit and miss, honestly. Like I thought about bringing someone on for inner workout social media and they did it for a couple weeks. And then I realized, you know what? I haven't built enough of the foundation for inner workouts brand voice where I can fully give it over to someone else. So that's not an area where I can delegate yet, but now I know what work I need to do in order to set it up for the future. But there are other places where I can delegate. I've done a lot more delegation in the show. Shout out to my podcast manager, Maria Gracia, who does such a good job of putting the show notes together and getting all the creative assets. So I put in some work up front to kind of make a guide and to be able to say, here are some templates for things that we can use. And then now she gets to run with it and I just get to edit instead of having to sit and be in the weeds for everything. I just brought on our first team member for Inner Workout, a part-time team member, Deanna, shout out to you because I know that she listens to B-School, who is also another incredibly smart woman who has this beautiful mix of being very data-driven, but also really empathetic and thinking about community. And so having someone who can take on some tasks at Inner Workout and really make the task and make the process her own has been really exciting. And I'm already kind of earmarking places where there's more room for a delegation. So that's been something big for me and it's weird. And I'm already noticing that I'm having a little bit more free time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's weekends now. So that's a big learning that I've had. And it's still unfolding as are all of these things because delegating isn't easy. It doesn't mean that you get to be completely hands-off and it's a lot of work up front. And so I'm learning what that looks like. I'm figuring out what it means to be a better manager and how to hire people well. So there's a lot more learning that's going into this learning. But the first step of being like, okay, you don't have to do everything on your own and kind of turning up the volume on that because I had delegated to a smaller extent. And now it's like, no, I'm I'm trusting people because people are way better at this than I am. So that's one of my learnings. The other learning, which is something that probably comes up for me every quarter, is I feel a lot clearer what I want in life. I really do. And I hope that that clarity will continue. But in the midst of this year where it's been hard and I felt like the sense of being uprooted and not living in my normal home and having kind of everything that was on the schedule and on the roadmap get shaken up. I've somehow stumbled into some elements that I really appreciate about this life. I really like getting to see my in-laws regularly. We're still living here. I love being closer to my parents and getting to see them more often. I spend time in nature pretty much every day. And I'm realizing just how important and how healing that is for me. I'm also realizing that I, I want to grow an impactful business in a relatively large business, but I'm really not interested in like the venture capital model. I want to build essentially a large lifestyle business, like a business that gives me the lifestyle that I want and is aligned to my values. 
And for a while, I had kind of flitted around and been like, okay, I'm doing this program. Maybe I do need to think about getting investors or I'm doing this over here. So I, I do need to think about this piece. And it's like, no, I'm pretty much on the right path. And there's going to be a lot of work and there's going to be some tweaks. But for the first time in a long time, I don't feel like I'm waiting for this new revelation. I can see generally where I want to go. And it's just a matter of doing the work so that I can get the data that I need to continue to refine it. So that's really, really exciting. Um, I feel grounded in a way that I haven't when it comes to my personal and professional desires, even though there's a lot of ungroundedness that I I feel when I look at the outside world and see all the turmoil. And I'll just say that there's so much going on in the world that affects me as a person, as a Black woman, as um, a business owner in this climate, as a woman who's married to a Black man. There's a, a lot of stuff, a lot of fear, honestly. And so I'm not trying to say that I feel completely grounded. I'm just saying that I've gotten some grounding and some clarity in areas where before I felt like it was changing a lot based on what other people were saying. So what are some things that I'm unlearning? This, actually, I ended up doing three and I could keep going on them. I'm always unlearning things. I don't even realize that I'm holding on to beliefs or ways of moving through the world so tightly. And then as I start to let them go, I'm like, oh, wow, there's so much more to unlearn in this process. One thing that I'm unlearning that I'm really actively unlearning is taking everything so personally. I identify as a highly sensitive person. I was just having this conversation with Matt. I I feel things very deeply. I think that's part of what can make me a good facilitator is that I can feel the things that aren't always said. It makes it hard when I'm figuring out like what TV shows or things to watch because I can just pick up things very easily. And so that can make it hard when it comes to taking feedback or even stuff that isn't meant to be feedback, just passing comments and taking it very personally or the fact that someone didn't respond or they didn't include an exclamation point or whatever it is. And having to zoom out and be like, why am I assuming that I'm the main character in everyone else's lives as well? And so I've been doing work to realize where my mind is kind of getting the best of me and where I'm writing a lot of stories and making assumptions that end up with me being worried about someone else, what someone else is thinking about me or me taking things personally or me being offended. And it's been really good work for me, really good work. And it doesn't mean that I'm still not sometimes not even sometimes, pretty regularly taking things personally, but there's a little bit more space there where I can notice it. Whereas before, I just assumed that this was the way that I had to be. And and makes me end up being generally a little bit happier when I'm not so constantly... What am I even trying to say here? When I'm not so constantly... like The words that are coming are fearful or worried about what other people are thinking or saying or not saying. And so this has been a big unlearning for me. Another thing is I'm unlearning the need to work all the time. I just like to work. 
Like I do really enjoy the things that I get to do and I enjoy solving problems, but I'm learning how to be interested in other things as well. I'm learning that me working super late when I'm really exhausted means that I might have to redo something later. I'm learning that just because I realize a new strategy doesn't mean I need to implement it all the time. And I'm getting to a point where I'm working less and less on the weekends. There are some things where it just ends up being like, I I do have to do a little work on the weekend and I'm not putting a value judgment on that, but I am creating more personal space in my nights and weekends so I can get excited about picking something out, out for our home or reading a book or doing other things that just don't have to be work. Kind of along those same lines, but not exactly the same. I'm also unlearning efficiency. And I still love systems and processes and I still love automation. And I think what I really mean by that is that getting something done quickly isn't always necessary. And maybe I might be losing something in the process. So an example is yesterday I was meal prepping some stuff for lunch for the week and I was kind of chopping these tomatoes pretty quickly and then I like started smelling the aroma of the tomatoes and I was like, why am I rushing? Like, why am I rushing through this process of chopping tomatoes when I could just be with it and I could smell the tomatoes and I can enjoy the smell? And as I'm eating the tomatoes later this week, I can recall how much love there was in the process of me chopping and marinating them. It's also like for work too, I would put these deadlines where we have to launch this thing here. We have to add this thing in right away. And it would just cause a lot of stress. And it wasn't like it was going to make a huge difference on the bottom line if it happened now or if it happened in a few months. And so being able to slow down so that the process itself can be more enjoyable has been really important. And so unlearning efficiency, not in the sense that it's not that I don't want to use my time and energy well, but I'm just realizing that doing it quickly isn't always the best. I could be losing being in the moment. I could be losing spending time with people in the process. I could be losing enjoying the process. And so it's fine for it to take a little bit longer, which feels weird to say, but that that is a big part of my unlearning right now is like, I don't have to rush through it just because I, I can. I can give myself a little bit of space and the world won't crumble. So let's move on to the ways that I'm growing. So two big growth areas, and I'm smiling as I record this. The first is slower decision-making. So I have this tendency to want to move quickly and be really efficient, like I mentioned in the unlearning portion. And so that can mean that I can make snap decisions. And even I'll still spend a a lot of time and do a lot of research, but I can decide 7 a.m. that I want to do something and then spend however much time I need to research and then have bought or done done whatever I need to do and implement it right away. So I was on another woman's podcast, Phoenix Rose, and she did this value exchange where she did a human design reading for me. And I wasn't 
familiar with human design. And apparently with my type, it's really important that I take time in making decisions instead of doing it right away. I give myself that space to really check in with all of me, with my physical body, um, mentally, emotionally, all of those pieces to see, okay, is this actually what I want? Because I can get so caught up in the feelings and the excitement. But if I give myself even a night to make the decision, I can decide, yep, this really is for me, or no, this really isn't for me. And so I've been slower in making my decisions. I have two things right now that I will probably move forward with. But one, I started thinking about and researching a week or so ago, and I'm probably not actually going to fully step into it until sometime next year, which is huge for me. The other one I started thinking about yesterday, or no, two days ago, and I started thinking about it, and I did some research, and I realized, okay, I'm, I'm feeling this right now. I talked to Matt about it, got his feedback, and got his thoughts because he's very objective. So he's a great person for me to have because he will just think about it very factually and not necessarily bring emotions into it the same way that I do. So I talked to him. Then I went back and did some more research. And then I realized that there's a core question that I really needed to have the answer to before I could move forward. And so then I made a call today. I was able to get the question answered and I'll probably move forward with it, but I might even give myself another day to just sit with it and to make sure that it's the best next step for me. So all of this is really, really big growth for me as someone who has always felt like I needed to move super quickly. And I've realized that some of this has come from this place of scarcity of like, if I don't answer this right away, if I don't take advantage of this while it's here, maybe it'll never happen again. Or maybe someone else will get it and I won't have any more chances. And now I'm able to realize, you know what, if I take the time to make sure that it's aligned to me and I end up missing out on that situation, then it just wasn't for me. And there will be something else that pops up that's for me later. So very excited about that growth. And a continuation of that is in giving myself more time in space to make decisions. I have said no more. Sometimes saying no to things that before would have been like, how could you say no to that? This is so cool or this is so shiny. And it's like, you know what? I sat with it longer and now I can see that it didn't feel aligned in these ways. And I still find myself really struggling to say no because I want to have every opportunity and there still can be some of that scarcity that creeps in, but giving myself the space has allowed me to really check in. And instead of only the high level, well, this would be the best because of this reason, I have to do it now because of this. I can see which pieces are actual factual truth and which pieces are stories that I'm telling myself. And then I can say yes or no accordingly. So I'm sitting here kind of patting myself on the back because this is huge growth, huge forward strides, and there's still so much more to be done. But I like this little exercise of being able to just say, okay, what have you learned? What are you unlearning? And how have you grown? And you get to be introspective and you also get to celebrate yourself. I really invite you to take some time to do this, whether this is a conversation that you have with your friends or with a partner 
or something that you have with yourself in a journal. And when you do this, really allow yourself to be celebratory on the growth pieces. We don't, let me say for me, even though I've seen this to be true with some of my friends as well, I don't always make enough space for celebration. And I don't think that I'm the only person who does that. So really hype yourself up on all the pieces, but especially on the growth as well, because there has been movement. There have been forward strides. Even if it feels like you've only moved a millimeter, it's a millimeter and you can be excited for that. So I will leave you to some Q3 internal check-ins. And if this is something that serves you, maybe it's something that you integrate into your months and years as well. I think I'll probably do them on the podcast quarterly. And what you can probably hear too is that some of the things that came up, there are whole podcast episodes of the other of these pieces because I've been working on them so much. So with that, I will leave you to your time of reflection. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.